Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it? Here we go. Um, I'd like to say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marion Barnett, your host. We hear each and every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. right here on KNON. 89.3 FM on your dial. And we got a lot of things going on, a lot of things to talk about. So much is happening. We got the Congress. We're going to see if they're going to fail. Are they going to make it? Are they going to pass this next bill that would give $3.9 trillion to America or to Americans? Or will they hold back? Will the Democrats hold, uh, come together and stick together and get this passed? Or will the Democrats split? We got a lot of things to think about, a lot of things to talk about. Because this could be a really rough time, a really rough time for the Democrats. Because the Democratic progressives are once more into put into spending than the Democrat moderates, I call them conservatives, really, they closet conservatives, that they don't want to spend that much money. They don't have seem to have common sense to know that if they spend money, get the economy really rolling good, they become more popular. But if they hold back, is the economy will not do as well. And uh, I guess they really don't care because I think most of them are closet Republicans anyway. These uh, so-called conservatives, they are they are closet Republicans. Then we have the situation. We have the situation with the Texas border down in Del Rio. Del Rio, Texas. That used to be a very popular town in Texas years ago. For those of you old enough to remember, years ago, there was a guy named Wolfman Jack who used to uh, be a DJ and played music all night long and you could hear this This was a frequency clear radio station and you could hear him all over the United States. That was a free, there was, the signal was on top of a mountain in that area. You could hear him, Wolfman Jack, probably the most imitated uh, DJ of all time. That's where he uh, broadcast from, was Del Rio, Texas. And uh, we have to understand that people down there have been mistreated. We're going to talk about this in depth. With whips. Talking about the Haitians. Talking about free black people. Free black people. That is not wanted in the United States. Yes, uh, the president has shown us they're willing to take anyone but black people into America. The reason why we here, we were kidnapped and brought here. But now we got this situation for people who actually fought and defeated Napoleon to free themselves away from that French colony called, today it wasn't called then, but today it's called Haiti. They defeated 
Napoleon. Run him out of that area. Run him out of Haiti. It's a sad situation because they know that these people are free-minded people that go build great communities, build great families, and they don't frolic laughing and just rip and run and go around and spending all their money. They have sense. They know how to be a dignified people. And believe me, they do well wherever they go. Every Haitian community in America is doing well. Yes, they do well. And they don't want that more than before the average everyday American because we might learn some sense from these people. And when we began to see what's going on, we began to see what's happening, we now know what will be going on in America. They even defeated Napoleon, kicked him out of most of that area known as the Louisiana Purchase, and ran, ran the French out of America. A lot of you would be speaking French today had it not have been for Toussaint Overture, the great general that defeated Napoleon. They didn't put that in your uh, history textbooks today. There's just so much. The reason why Americans are the way they are because they have been, well, they're just ignorant. They haven't been taught. They said we go to good schools, their schools, and they, yeah, their schools aren't good. Their schools are designed for white males. And those schools are designed to keep make them believe somehow they are superior to other people. This is not true. We have to understand what is really going on in this world. Now, he and his girlfriend, his, this, 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 this guy here, his girlfriend by the name of Gabby Petito. That's all you've been hearing, look like on TV, where you've been hearing that so much along with other things. But they've taken this thing, this uh, white woman privilege, and just smeared it all over us. There are black people missing, black women, Missing and everything, but they take this white woman and just make a, a national story. Oh my God! Every 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 ten minutes she's on. Every ten minutes they're showing her. Why? Who was she? Anybody special? No. Uh, did she have a lot of power? Was she? Uh, what, what has she done? Nothing. But they use this to make sure they didn't report on Haiti. Yes, they use this. They use this to keep that so much off the screen. So that lets us know, black folks, we have to understand that you are being fooled when you think their arms are open to us. They let us know. They don't want any more black people in America than they have to have. These people got to America. And under our own, our own law is once you get here, if you can make it here, you'll have a hearing before you're kicked out. You'll have a hearing. 
And you have a hearing to see if you can stay or you have to go. They didn't give these people a hearing. They give our own horses and beating them with whips. This was worse than slavery in many ways. Worse. They just, they didn't speak the, the same language and everything, just beating people, beating children. Yes, this is a terrible situation. This is a terrible situation, people. We need to wake up. We need to wake up. We need to get ourselves together. I think those few preachers that went down to the border and went down and prayed. But let me ask you something. Where was the religious, white religious community when all these people were down there living in squalor? Didn't have food. Didn't have places to lay their heads. Filth everywhere. Where was the evangelicals there? What were they doing? And when we see about these evangelicals, we have to understand that this is filled with hypocrisy. Nothing but hypocrisy. And it's a sad situation. And those of you who want to go join these evangelical churches, you go right ahead because you're being stupid. I'm just telling you. It is. You better wake up and really learn the Bible. If you really knew the Bible, you wouldn't be there because the Bible don't teach what they're teaching. Don't even come close. It's an obvious, an obvious distortion of the truth. But you'll never learn it because whatever they say, you take it and run with it. God have mercy. Uh, I know them. I know them well. I graduated from one of your universities, and uh, I know them well. I know how they think. Yeah, Bonnie, you are. Wow, you sure are smart for a black man. You know, they sit up in class and say mess like that. All things like this. Let me tell you something, people. You better wake up. We better wake up. And you can reach me at 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. Who do we have on the line this morning? Reverend Burnett, good morning. And we have uh, Gerald on line one. All righty. Good morning, Gerald. Good morning, Brother Burnett. How are you? Of course, not only good, small. I'm well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the for your day, weekly devotion to come and teach us the mm-hmm. ones that Thank you. really want to learn, you know. Mm-hmm. I appreciate your diligence. I appreciate your smart. I appreciate your intelligence. I appreciate mm-hmm. your period. Mm-hmm. Because you have given your life to teach us what needs to be taught. Mm-hmm. You said one thing that I've been asking myself, and I haven't even uh, mentioned this to anyone. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say it like this here: Where finish other Spanish people when they cross the border to find all the laws? And now I just read right before I got on uh, 
right here about 10 minutes ago. The governor signed a bill that that will terminate uh, anyone that's helping a person, uh, one person or more, more than one person, helping them uh, to differ into coming into this country. Uh, are you talking about Governor Abbott? Yes. Now, what's going to happen with all these so-called, as you say, uh, uh, Christians to help the illegals when they get over here with water and food and all of that? When they did not, as you say, where were they when, when the Haitians crossed? Well, when that black, when that, when that black drove come across, everybody abandoned, except for a few. Well, see, see, them, what you're seeing on TV, yeah, but what you're seeing on TV is this. Those Haitians under that bridge you was yep. already in America. They wasn't crossing. Yep. They, they show you people crossing the river. They just showing you how they got in. They were already here. Yeah. So if you get to America, you are supposed to have a hearing. They were not given a hearing. Yes, Your president sent airplanes down there, and they took those people back to Haiti. That was that was illegal. What your president did. Hello. Uh, that wasn't my thing, president. That was that that that, that thing there. I had well, no respect for him. Well, uh, uh, I hope you're talking about uh, Trump, uh, Trump, right? No, that's no I ain't talking about Trump. Too. I'm not talking about Trump. No, Biden did this. Just when you're as well. When it comes... He don't do... Mm-hmm. This don't put him on the front street. He got to show, show, show up and come to the doggone table dressed in a tuxedo for the black population. <laughs> yeah. For America, period. But he promised that he would do. Ain't no more talking in my, in my, with me. You got to show yeah. Let me ask you one thing. One, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be out the air. Okay. When you get if you're pregnant and you come to this country, that baby's supposed to be a U.S. citizen, right? That's correct. That baby is did a U.S. citizen did, if they're did, born did, in America. Now they did that. Did they hear up and usher up out the pregnant? The, the, the Haitians that yeah, they, born, they, they, they took they took that's who had first seats on those planes was pregnant women because yeah. they didn't want them to have a baby here that means that baby is an American citizen which they could not deport uh huh mm-hmm. so well, you have to understand I'm going to listen to y'all for air I'm coming I know I'm coming up into a low frequency I'm driving and I'm coming up into a low-frequency area. And thank mm-hmm. you very much for you and your staff being here to give us day, uh, weekly news. That's All right. You. All right. Yes, sir. Thank you. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. Uh, have y'all thought about it? Why did they give this young lady? I, I hate to hear she died. Hate to hear what was going on. If she if she's been murdered, murdered by her boyfriend, Brian LaRue, uh, uh Landry, Brian Landry. Uh I hate that. But what did she do? Why do you think the media gave her so much attention? Why? 
Just think about it, people. That was to keep your minds off of the Haitians. That was to keep your mind away from what the real problems that was going on. This is a sad situation. This is a sad situation. Uh, when people by the thousands are, are starving and not living good, can't make it and everything on our borders, and people who have helped us to defeat our enemies, and, they, and see, they, they, that's one thing none of the media is telling you. Haiti has been a friend to America, a good friend to America. But America has made sure no other country on earth do anything for Haiti. Wants to starve them out. See, they don't want history really taught in this situation. All right, we got to get out of here. We got to take a short break. And you can reach me at 972-647-1893. We'll be right back. All right, we are back on Church Information and Open Forum. And you can reach us at 972-647-1893. What's going on? What's going on? I have, that was a group with the Congressional Black Caucus held a press meeting, uh, press conference there a few days ago, and they, I'm glad to see the Congressional Black Caucus, some of their members, not all of them were there, were stand uh, behind this uh, with the Haitians. Glad to see that. We, they criticized Sheila Jackson Lee and all that, said she never met a camera she didn't like. But one thing, she will stand up. Maxine Waters will stand up. There are others that will stand up for what's right. And there are those who just never hardly take a stand on anything. That's a sad situation. That's a sad commentary uh, to have. Because at some point in time, we have got to do what's right. We've got to do what's right. If black America was to learn one thing, that we no matter where you are on this earth, whatever you think you're doing, you are still black. You are still black. Ask Barack and Michelle Obama. <laughs> well, how were they treated in the White House? What was said about them? What about situations like this? Uh, here, the president and first lady, they talk about them, call them out of their names and everything. People, until we learn that we have to stick together worldwide, all over the world, that we should be showing ourselves to be, to be something that we're not. We try to pretend that we are so free inside. They'll put you on the show where you can giggle and laugh and everything and do some things. 
But positions that really, really mean something. Uh, what what is it? With where, where where do you place Kamala Harris in all of this? She's the vice president of the United States. She was to come on a show on yesterday, The View, and was supposed to be give a, a interview some way, somehow, two of the contestants, the two uh, most knowledgeable and brightest on the uh, view, those two ladies were asked to leave. Isn't that something? They were asked to leave, saying, well, they all of a sudden they got COVID-19. <laughs> they've, they've been there all that time all these years. But all of a sudden, they got COVID-19. They were asked to leave. And they left. Now, Joy Behar, is, she's, she's sharp, too. But the other lady is, you know, she's nobody much as the so-called liberal white lady. She was, she was there. But they, 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 it was nothing come out of that. Nothing. Because they only, it was only about 10 minutes left when she came on. Then they had to have a commercial in the middle of that. And all of this, it was atrocious. It was terrible. What happened on yesterday? That was terrible. Now, what can we do? What can we do? We have got to stand up for ourselves and stand together. I can't say that enough. We've got to. We've got to reach out to people worldwide, black people. White people are already together. They're already together worldwide. They found that out when they started going from one country to another and began to realize, hey, most people on this earth don't look like us. And they began to come together. And they come together, and um, boy, they used to brag about the sun never sets on the British Empire. They bragged about that because they had taken over nations and colonies and different things all the way around the world. That means there was always daylight somewhere over one of their colonies. And they boast on that. But we need to boast that we are together worldwide got to be, not to attack, but make sure we can defend ourselves and being treated fairly on this earth. It's not like that right now. 972-647-1893. That's the number to call. All righty, who do we have? We have uh, Tony on line two. All righty. Good morning, uh, Tony. Good morning, Rip. How you doing? Fine. How are you this morning? I'm doing all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me try to hit some stuff you hit today. Mm-hmm. Steve, if you notice, no news organization asks one question. What's that? How long have they been there? Mm-hmm. Well, I heard different things. On some, some, some of the people said them people have been down there for months. And then I've heard they were just arriving. I don't know. And they don't want us to know. Now, 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 now think about that. Months, right? Mm-hmm. You got 
14,000 people in that concentration camp. Mm-hmm. And they've been up for months. I, I would, I, I would uh, get pushed back and say they've been out of probably maybe one or two years. Maybe. And, 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 and as, 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 as when Donald Trump was in office, we had surges of fascism coming to uh, America. Mm-hmm. I'd say they came with them, but they separated them to the side. Mm-hmm. And, and all of a sudden, it accumulated to the number they have rather than, than, than it just happening. Mm-hmm. So that's one question they didn't ask. Number two is this. We know the president of the United States, the current president, has muffled, uh, has muffled by VP. That's a fact. Because you're right. Uh, um, Sonny Huston, I think one of the ladies that you're talking about on the view was going to have to ask the VP, the vice, uh, the vice president, mm-hmm. uh, strong question. Mm-hmm. And she already, she already, she already had strong uh, uh, because her husband is Asian. Mm-hmm. And same thing with the with, with the Spanish lady. I think she I think she might be Cuban. I think. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, and so these two get together. Well, else. her people are from now. She's a Puerto Rican, but uh, yeah, they yeah. all out of that Caribbean area, and uh, yes. she's very familiar with the culture. So along with Anna Navarro, uh, and she's yes. sharp too. She's very sharp. And uh, they had they had to get them off of there. They wasn't gonna let them go. Yeah. Had they been there to drill her and given her given a whole hour to put them, they would have torn Kamala Harris apart. Yeah. Cause you notice that when she got there, she didn't tell us anything. Did she say anything you hadn't heard? No, no, didn't tell us anything. And so, and so, and so. So those are some critical questions to ask. And and the thing I was gonna say too is this. The internet is like is like the Bible says, the internet like the tongue. You know, it can be used for good and bad. Mm-hmm. They have a black channel, or it's a black news channel. Mm-hmm. They're talking about the black missing people. Mm-hmm. Roland Martin has a program that does the same thing. Right. And and, and and we tend to gravitate to the media that that we've been uh, been given all these years, mm-hmm. and, and 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 so for us, like you said, we had to start depending on us. We had to we had to save ourselves. Right. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we have become indoctrinated into the culture, so we give them the benefit of the doubt. Like mm-hmm. like I say, <clears throat> I voted for Mike. I'm I, I'm I'm gonna sit there and say that. So did I? He was yeah. better than, mm-hmm. better than the, the choice that I had. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm not confused what he is. I never was confused. Yep, neither have I been. And, and, and at the end of the day, um, he, right now, he can lift the embargo off Cuba right now. He used Trump rules to, to move those, those Haitians the other day. Mm-hmm. He, had not, he had not changed a lot of the rules that uh, uh, he, he, he has not changed the rules. He has not uh, put, uh, put down the, the tariffs on China. This mm-hmm. man basically liked what Trump did. Mm-hmm. Period. In the mm-hmm. story. Right. But, but we have black people who defend him because he's a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Like, I said, like I said last week, voting is a tool. It's not, it's not a means to an end. It's a tool. And mark mm-hmm. my words, he's going he, to regret 
doing what he did, he did because the midterm election is coming up. And and guess what? I live in I live in Texas. I live in the Dallas Fort area. I have not heard a Democrat person in this in this county or in this state say, "Hey, we gonna get organized." You know why? Because they worried about getting voted back in themselves. I'm talking about the black politicians. Mm-hmm. They're not. Guess what? Guess what? At the end of the day, Republicans are gonna gonna get this House and the Senate, and then they gonna come to me and say, "Tony, why you didn't vote for?" Guess what? Because you and your party, you get organized. You didn't knock on doors. All you did was talk all that talk. And at the end of the day, you're part of the problem. Well, now, did was there a black dele- legislative delegation, a black legislative delegation? Did they go down to the border? I, I, I don't know. I, I, don't I know, know they are in session right now because he called a session uh, the other day. But there should have been some type of a, a group of blacks stood should have stood up. I'm talking about from Texas, the Texas legislature yeah. should have yeah. stood up and said, "We are going to walk in lockstep, hand in hand with the Haitian. We're going to support them." That was. Did you hear anything? I'm not going to say it didn't happen. I, I'm just saying I didn't hear it. I listened for it, but I didn't hear it. Have, have, have you seen any of the local local mayors, local city council people, I'm talking about here in the area, still birth to the city, talk about Haitians? They, they haven't. Now, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they don't have no, no view on it. I'm saying this. Ain't nobody organized nothing. They talk no. loud and saying nothing. No. That's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But 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 it goes back. I'm leaving with this, and this is what I've been talking about for the years when we, when we talk. Mm-hmm. Immigration is our problem. We keep trying to say it's Hispanic problem because guess what? They put quotas on on Africa and the Caribbean mm-hmm. getting here, right? And, and 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 we have we have we have uneducated politicians in this city and in this state and in this country who only argue on the Hispanic point of view. But I say, hey, you know what? We have people from the Caribbean who are highly educated. We have highly educated Africans. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Well, they can't get in here. Mm-hmm. And like I said last week, Russians get here on a visa and, mm-hmm. and, and, and disappear. Yeah. Irish people from Ireland do the same thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, see, well, guess what? those people are welcome here to America. Yes. They can come over uh, on yes. ships the size of the Titanic over here. And uh, get off. They'd be they'd be welcome, wide open arms. But when you get uh, what is it, a hundred thousand Afghans uh, are coming, and yeah. and the word was uh, many of them are coming to the North Texas Dallas Fort Worth area. Yeah, I, I've heard I've heard no protest against that. No, no, no. It's certain people that can come to America. It's certain people that can come to America, which means everybody but blacks, and uh, they're welcome. But we are not welcome. We have to understand where we stand on this earth. We have to understand. And and some of us say, no, man, that's, yeah, no, you, you, you too, this and that. Well, I, well, I don't get nearly as much as I, as I used to. But after living here on this 
in this world for 73 years, more than 73, we have to learn that says some things we've expected is not going to happen until we stand up and demand and stand firm on what we really, where we really want to go. We need an agenda as a people and present that. We're not getting. We're not going to get it by just letting Biden dish down to us what he think we need or what he think we want. It's not going to happen. We need to let him know. And I haven't heard, seen our. Congressional Black Caucus uh, give them an agenda, and we need to give our Congress and senators and everyone give them an agenda. Uh, they already have one, but we need to <laughs> let them know they can't stay there without us. And if they can't carry it out, we get we get other people to represent us. Just as simple. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. I thank you. That comes the line, 972-647-1893. Uh, boy, I guess I'm going to take this call. Uh, who's next? So we have a Greg Freeman on line three. All righty. Good morning, Greg. How you doing, Mr. Bonnet, everybody? Fine. How are you, sir? All right. I was going to quick comment on the uh, Haitian situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think since, I know ever since uh, Cuba declared its independence, that uh, any Haitians coming over, just like the Cubans come over, mm -hmm. especially on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. Well, I remember when they... Uh, they don't even give them a hearing. No. If you're from Haiti. Yeah. But the Cubans, like they, would, they would let them in and make them citizens. Haitians would come and be sent back, and most of the time, when they sent back on those rafts that they would come over on, many of them drowned. They drowned. And they knew those people wasn't going to make it back. You remember, uh, Papa Doc and Baby Doc? Well, the United States was their friends. Yeah. Because they were stealing from the people and they were number tyrants, yeah. them black tyrants. That's all they were. Papa, Papa, Papa Doc and Mama Doc. I mean, Daddy Doc and, you know, all of this. They were, they, they were black, but they wasn't no good. They stole and robbed everything from the people. Yeah, well, as long as uh, you so-called do right, United States give them whatever they want. Mm -hmm. Iran with the Shah, yeah, killing them cheap all. Mm -hmm. Kept him in power. Well, in fact, mm -hmm. U.S. and Britain put him in power. Well, but uh, for Haiti now, back when they won their independence from France, well, well, when they beat beat France, the United States government told the French, if y'all want to go back in there and take the land back over, we got your back. This is like in the early 1800s. Mm -hmm. Well, that sets the tone right there. I tell you what, I'm up against a short break, and uh, we have to cut it off. Thank you for your call and comment. We're 972-647-1893 is the number to get. Reach us. We'll be right back.
Yeah, what's up? It's I'ma kick it with the line, y'all know. All right, we're back. And uh, you can reach us at 972-647-1893. Who do we have next? Uh, so we have uh, uh, Billy on uh, line four. Who? Uh, Billy. Beauty? Yes. Billy. Billy. All right. Good morning, Billy. How are you doing, sir? Fine. How are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. But mentally, I'm I'm kind of disturbed. The reason why is because I I've been listening at your show. And mm -hmm. Everything has been said has been correct, but let me share something with you. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the journalists, majority of the journalists on these national television stations, even that look like us, mm -hmm. are afraid to ask the right question. Well, you know what? I think they're so controlled, I can tell. They've been told what what, what they can, they, they're, they're told uh, what, uh, what to say and what not to say. You can tell that this is, uh, you ever watch Don Lemon? Don Lemon was literally crying when he was given a report. He know he wanted to work with that Haiti situation, but he had to get off it and start talking about this girl, uh, Petito. What's her name? Uh, Gabby Petito. He had to go to that. And it, his eyes were blood red. He was tears running out of his eyes. He knows this was not right. She didn't deserve that time. We got people missing every day in America. But they give her Uh, a, a, a national state, really a worldwide state, over somebody that we don't know, only 22 years old, never accomplished anything, barbering with nobody. You know, but they gave her all that time. Yeah, but I want to point out two things to you. First one is going to be about the governor. Mm -hmm. Governor's on a bill trying to force women to have babies. But do you see what he just did to them Haitians? Well, he didn't want them babies born over here. Now, the next thing is, is that I told people right after that election how the, the former, the, I mean, the president, president and vice president were going to turn. Listen, if you're a coward, you're going to be a coward the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Now, now, my friend and I were talking about Bill Cosby. And I told them, I said, if you can go back 40 years and, and try to bring up someone on Bill Cosby, why don't you get Clarence Thomas? Why don't you get Kavanaugh? Why don't you get Trump? Mm-hmm. You're so right. Never want to come up. You know, I have communication with a journalist and, and, and national journalist out of Washington. And she and I, we communicate. And I told her, listen, if you're not going to be fair, because I saw her face when One, one day on the news and I told her I say you support Republicans because it's all over your face mm -hmm. the next day she tried to smile all the way through that through that through that news session listen we got to start calling it apples apples and oranges only mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. a lot of folks look like us is against us mm -hmm. now you got you got the first thing you do is You got to be very careful. If a person ain't tried to help you before they want to get elected, they ain't going to help you once you get them in office. Well, uh, we, we don't seem to learn from that. We 
here in Dallas, we seem to elect people and leave them. We don't check on them. We don't know what they're doing. You can ask the average person about uh, certain offices. Uh, who's your council person? Who's your school board trustee? Who's your state uh, legislator? Who's your 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 state senator? Who's your national senator? Who's your congressman? Most people can't even tell you who the people are that represent them. You know what needs to be put in place? Every person from the local, state, and federal should be should should be made identify their party support, and they should be taught what their duties are. That is because that is. I've, I I will have a national representative. I'll have Eddie Bernice Johnson on here. People will call will call in and ask and complain about something happening on the city council. <laughs> you know, things like that. We just need to learn, wake up and learn what's going on around us. We can ill afford not to know these things because now, me, we're on the bottom. Let me show you something right there in Dallas. Mm-hmm. The same the same head of the city was sitting on that was sitting in that position. Mm-hmm. The the former chief of police asked for more police officers. Mm-hmm. Didn't get him. Mm-hmm. The minute he said that there would be an investigation on Mike Mother, that that president of that Anglo police, that they start coming after her hand and feet. Mm-hmm. But I have heard nothing about that guy being charged with suppression of evidence. Well, to turn them body cameras off. See, you 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 have to understand how people do things. They'll deviate away from the news media when mm-hmm. it's them. But when it's us, we stay in the news media. Well, here's what, here's what. Uh, they ran the chief before this one out of town. They really That's ran it. her out of town. Saying she just can't can't control crime. She just, crime keep going up. Crime is still growing up. Man. But they nobody saying a word about the chief. Not because me. somebody... if. If a man slapped his wife, they would blame they would blame the chief for police for that for not being able to stop that. But everything went down, they blamed her, but this guy seemed they treated like Teflon. It's just, you know, it's not the chief's fault. Yeah, well, and this I'm is what you this is this is the way they do things. They like you, they make excuses for you. If they don't like you, everything is your fault. Let me share something with the Republicans out there through your radio station. If you are struggling and trying to make ends meet, and you support a person who told you you weren't worth fifteen dollars an hour, you ought to starve. <laughs> yeah. They trying to tell you what you can do for as being a woman, and you support them, you ought to go through it. Yeah. Now. We as a people, Hispanics and black, let's get people registered to vote because they're not set up a deal in Texas, but they're trying to take back this country from from, from the White House down. Mm-hmm. So we need to get out there and do what we did to get President Obama in or to, or to get this past president out of the former president out of there. Get registered and go to that polling vote. Shut on your button, don't vote. You ought to, you ought to starve to death. But here's what, here's what, here's what, what, what hurts me most. No, I'm not going to vote. I wouldn't vote for Trump. That's not their fault. 
2024. But let me say this. We have got to get some people in the office who's going to truly, truly represent us. That's it. Not just get the one that we think is the best. That's like the little king and queen contest when you was in the first and second grade. That's the way we vote here. And uh, who had the prettiest clothes and all like that. Who's the popular one. But they have no track record of doing anything, getting anything done. And we put these people in office and then we walk off and leave them, let them go. Well, they're supposed to be representing them. No, we need to get some real real political people that's going to fight for us. And, yes, and this, this Haitian uh, thing was done by God for a reason. Can, can I ask you a question? Yes. Listen, uh, my thing is is that I'm wondering why, why that people don't see why so many homeless people. You know why? Because they took taxpayers' money, supposed to have been building them apartments for mm-hmm. low-income moderate people. They mm-hmm. leased them out to agencies, and them agencies got to rent up on those people. They don't fix income and can't pay, and so they get put out. Well, here's what, here's what, let let, let me explain you something about the homeless. That's a real tricky situation because what they do, they leave them on the streets for an extended period of time for a reason. I've dealt with them. I went to jail behind them. And they leave them on the streets for a long time. Eventually, they stay on the streets so long, they don't want a place to live, most of them. Don't want a place to live. Those who still got their minds and still trying to pull themselves out, they want a place to live. But the majority of them out there, if you gave them a home, they wouldn't live in it now because they've grown weary living out on the ground. And if you put them in a place and they hooked on drugs, they're scared they're going to miss something if they're in a house. Well, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about from what I heard. I'm talking, talking about what I know and have experienced. Well, I work with them. Where I live, they, they, uh, they, uh, in the area where I live, these people were eat, were put out because they could not afford the rent. Ah, uh, that's that that's that that's from the beginning, and they never want to pull up because you can be in a bad situation for so long that in many cases you've lost the desire to improve yourself. And a lot of those people out there have been out there for so long they don't really, they don't want a, a different life. They don't, they, they're just grown, grown used to being out there you know, on the streets. And that's a sad situation on our behalf, the whole nation's behalf. In 13, they went up on my rent. In 14, they went up on my rent. In 15, they went up on my rent. In 16, they went up on my rent. In 17, they went up on my rent. And then in 19, they went up on my rent. Are you homeless? It's a low-income, moderate sports they will build. But low-income, moderate people, people who 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 are struggling but needed a roof over their head. Are you, uh, let me ask you something. Are you homeless? Me? Hmm? I was homeless, I was homeless for two years, but not now. How long? Two years. 
Louisiana. You never did lose your desire to uh, get a home for you to live in, right? No, no, but, but you, you kept you the desire, right? Down so, when you get beat down so so long, Rembrandt, sometimes you lose faith. That's what I'm saying. You now you agree with me? I'm telling you, they leave that's, them out there for true. so long. They've slept on the ground, on the streets, under a bridge uh, for so long that they've lost the desire to live like a, a human being. They've lost their desire. And see, and the government has found this out years ago. And this is why you take your city governments, your state governments, federal governments, whatever, they're not going to spend a whole lot of time on no homeless, a lot of money, because they know most of them don't want no home, and secondly, they don't vote. That's where the problem is. That's where the churches ought to be in ministering to people and telling them, you know, God loves them and God don't want them out there sleeping on the ground. That's the, you see, there are a lot of things that needs to be done but it's not as simple as ABC just go and get them and give them a place to live because if you give them a place to live we've done it you go back they're gone they won't go on off and left it alright thank you for your call that clears the line 972-647-1893 who do we have Reverend Burnett we have uh, Joe on uh, line 2 alrighty good morning Joe Good morning, Reverend Barnett, and uh, mm-hmm. what you Good said morning. Uh, uh, about the homeless situation. Yeah, that that's actually actually true. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people get in a situation for so long, uh, mm-hmm. they just become a, attuned to it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and they just want to dance to their own drum beat. Well, and, see, uh, no I, I would send my church band, pick them up, and bring them. And sometimes something told me, you drive them back downtown where they, where they were picked up. I drive them, then I take them out to a restaurant and feed them all. And, and they, you know what they say on the way back downtown? Well, uh, Reb, uh, we sure like this. We like the life we live in. Because nothing yep. works but a mule and a fuel. <laughs> and That's all right. we got to do is is hustle our dope. They told me this. And and, and, yeah. and I, I picked up another group. They told me. They all tell me the same thing. They I have lost the desire That's right. to live like let me, other people. Let me pass this on to you right quick before I get off there and let others come on. Uh, Reverend Sharpton is uh, due down to the border either today or tomorrow. Oh, he went down there two days ago. Okay, well, I think they're going back again. Uh-huh. And, uh, but I watched the Black News Channel and found out that the majority of those Haitians that had left the island several years ago, and they had been living in Bolivia and Chile and other right. places. And, mm-hmm. and they got it on the podcast that uh, Trump was out of office and that it was easier for them to come on through. Uh, the passageway that the Latinos have been coming through. Well, if you listen to some of the speeches that the president, present President Biden made, he made it sound like uh, the borders, you know, you, you come come in, he was welcome. He said he was going to take in 25,000 his first year. <laughs> 
He said that. He, I got the tape of it. You don't believe it. Yeah. 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 They get here. We know what that's all about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so anyway. That's to get our votes, man. You know how that go. But. Yeah. Well, let, let me say this, and I'm off there. We bamboozled. Then bamboozled again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, yeah, you're right. All right. We thank you. All righty. I don't have time for another caller. And at the number you can reach me on, just give me a call. Now, we'll take you because we're up against a short break. And it's 972-647-1893. Give me a call. And we'll be right back. All right, we are better. Back and ready for our number two of Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marianne Barnett, your host, and uh, well, I'm the senior pastor of Heavenly Joy Church. Tomorrow morning, 9.30, on Facebook, Get look up Marianne Barnett, senior, senior. 9.30 tomorrow morning, have service with us. I speak at 9.30 tomorrow morning. All righty. All righty, well, let's go back to our phone lines and hear what you have to say. Uh, who do we have, uh, Pablo? And we have uh, Rose on the line one. Rose. Rose? Yes. Good morning, Rose. Good morning, Reverend Barnett, and to all you great, beautiful people. My question mm-hmm. is, where is Judge uh, Clay Jenkins? Because you know what? He helped the uh, he helped bring all those kids to the convention center. So why is he not participating right now? You know what, Rose? That's a good idea. That's a great question. He brought all those people. He brought those buses. They unloaded down there a thousand, about a thousand there at the Dallas Convention Center. But he didn't go down to... The bridge, huh? Hello? Yes, I'm working. And see, the thing about it, uh, he probably will tell you that the federal government has stepped in and said they were going to fly him back to Haiti. Now, I really blame the feds as much as I do the state, which is saying a whole lot when you got the kind of governor we got. Uh mm-hmm. Uh, that's saying a whole lot. But, yes. no, I'm going to call Clay Jenkins and invite him on the show and ask him, why? Why didn't he go run to eat down there for the Haitians? We'll, we'll, we'll ask him. That would be a good question to ask him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd like to know why they brought him back on the train, shift him back. If you have infants, simply have empathy and sympathy and love for everybody, just not one culture of people, because you know what? When he brought those kids here, they put them in, like, in our school district trying to place them, so why could they not place them? I, I, I don't get it. I'm, I just pray every day, and I pray that God would show everybody what this is all about. Mm-hmm. Yes, now, you, you do know Haitians speak French. Yes. That's, the, that's their native language, is French. And, uh, they it was a French colony and in fifteen oh three uh uh they were yeah, it was that four year war that uh that uh Overture defeated, you know, uh Napoleon 
and uh, that that uh, it changed and it became Haiti, and uh, that's the 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 indigenous people there began to call it Haiti. Now, but now when they won that war, they had to come into America into the Louisiana area and defeat Napoleon again, and. That's why America speaks English, not French. See, they, we, they, the media is not going to tell you that America owes the Haitians. The media, Americans hate to, you know, they hate to admit that the America really indebted. Uh, well, just well, they, they, we owe them so much that we're in debt to those people. And they, have you heard any news channels talk about it? No. Have you heard anybody on the national scene talk about it? No. Well, they, they show you sometimes I I would believe most of our national leaders know this, but I have heard not one say it. Begin to talk about how indebted America is to the Haitians. And they turn around and put an embargo on Haiti after they beat the French for them. They put an embargo against them. And the embargo is worldwide. Nobody can do trade with Haiti and everything. And this is why the country is so poor. It's because there's an international embargo against that that, that, that country. And uh, we have to understand the conditioning over there, why they did. Anytime the Americans go to uh, Haiti, it's for exploitation. It's not for investment. And they took up billions that George Bush and Bill Clinton supposed to be taking care of that money. Where is the money? I, I, I don't have married. Nobody even asked about that. Where is the money that they took up? You remember when they had that uh, uh, earthquake that's been about oh, 10, 11 years ago? Where is the money that they took up? These people still don't even have a decent tent to live in. And just everything. They haven't built any hotels. They haven't built any businesses, no corporations, nothing going on. Where is the money? So we need to ask those questions because the, international, the national news is not going to ask these questions. Those blacks, those anchors on there, they're scared. They can't ask those questions. It's, this is going to have to be just like the trial when the little boy got killed down there in Florida and we got him some skills and care. The, if black radio don't keep it up and keep it going, it, it, the questions will never be answered because they won't be asked. All righty. Thank you so much for this rich, rich history that I was not knowledgeable of, ignorant of it, because it was never, it was never, well, it was never given to us, but I thank you. All right. Thank you. All righty. Uh, 972-647-1893 is the number to call. 972-647-1893. Who do we have on oh, FBI? We have uh, James. James on line four. James, already. Good morning, James. James? Good morning, James. Go right here, James. You're on the air. James, you're on the air. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a Joe, not James. Joe. Joe? Okay. Yes. Good morning, Joe. 
Yeah, I don't want to be James. Want to be Joe. <laughs> 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 he right. might be a good guy, but I think Joe is so much better. Yeah. Well, good to hear your voice, Reverend It's the only fresh breath air that I get this time of day, and you shoot straight, and mm-hmm. you inform us all. It helps us a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, an apology. I checked, and it proved that I'm human. I didn't get your money down there for when you did the, the fun drive for the show. Mm-hmm. And so I'll do that today. I, okay. I, I see a, I dropped the ball. I was checking my, 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 my mail and my finances. So I uh-huh. didn't get that money down there. We certainly uh, appreciate it. By, it slipped by me. Yeah, give me another t-shirt. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, they got them back there. Just ask them for it. They got them t-shirts and everything. They got a lot of things back there. Uh, oh, yeah. for, uh, the, question, the question I got for you, Reverend Ed, mm-hmm. What? who is advising President Biden He's making uh, oh, very God. poor decisions. He's, he's making some sure. terrible mistakes. Oh my God! And he's yeah. he's uh, he's not showing much spine. Uh, and Kamala Harris, you know, she was supposed to have been the lady's going to take care of the immigrant the border, and she came out and say, you know, we don't we don't need you. Kind of stay where you are. Kind of like we're not ready yet. Mm-hmm. And he had just said, you know, well, come, come, come. And so that message is all screwed up. Now I know that Obama's probably got his ear, and there's some others because they came and did little videos about the COVID nineteen uh, defense taking the shots or whatever. But mm-hmm. my question to you is. Who do you think is advising him? And if whoever it is, they need to have been fired yesterday. No, they should have been fired three weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, poor, poor decision. Well, here's what's happening. Now, I'm gonna, I, I'll be fair with him on this. Never have a president of the United States come into office and so soon run into many, as many travesties as he have. First of all, how many presidents we have? We've had one, some to deal with pandemics, that would come in, you come into a, a pandemic after you've been in office just for a little while. Then you got a war that you got to end. Then... You, you 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 have the situation with immigration that Trump had had left. See, he he made that immigration thing a, a minefield for him. He we had to watch where he stepped because he's gonna get blowed up. And obviously, in this Haitian thing, he stepped on a mine. It's it's blow blow for his legs off. He has nothing to stand on. See. And uh, he just run into so many travesties. I can't. I, I've been trying to remember a president who ran into so much, so many problems as he became president. Can you think of one? Uh, I think one of those Roosevelt. He had a big war at hand, and I think the that depression. I think was uh, pretty much at hand too. Yeah, but it wasn't no pandemic, was it? Uh, no, no, not a pandemic. But look, let me say, it's, you know, Clyburn, I can see the strain in his face. You know, oh, Clyburn, my God. He, 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 he raised 10 years. Yeah, he, yeah. Say, he, say, he say Biden. When Biden came out of Iowa, he was getting ready to get out of the race. Mm-hmm. And uh, Clyburn got with him, told him that he promised his wife before she died he's going to support him, told him don't get out, stay in the race. Mm-hmm. He's Biden. If Biden That's don't why he's president. Together, right. If Biden don't get it together quick, 
Uh, he's committing right now. He's committing political suicide. Now, mm -hmm. at his age, he's probably not going to run again anyway. And that's another problem I have with him. Why don't you show some spine? Because you are not going to He has nothing again. to lose. Right. You got nothing to lose. You're mm -hmm. not going to run again. Mm -hmm. And Trump, what he's doing, he's still running around talking about he won or whatever. They say all he's doing is buying time and tying up the courts and what have you mm -hmm. because he can safeguard some elected seats that's coming up for October and November. So, and he fundraising. He fundraising. But Biden has to show that spine because he's got nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. The man is old. He's not coming back again anyway. Mm -hmm. Well, he is what? He... And he's not, do you see him bringing up anybody behind him that, uh, who, what Democrat would run in 24? I don't know of anyone that's there. The, the, you know, when this I is the 20, now, you go almost to, to 22. Right. When I look mm -hmm. at the news now, the feel good thing that I'm getting out of this administration is my homeboy, uh, Benny Thompson out of Mississippi that's got right. that uh, J6 investigation going. Mm -hmm. they, 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 the noose is tightening close around old 45's neck. And that's mm -hmm. why they slow roll that investigation. They didn't want it. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to have some big people that's going to take some serious fall. And if I had to go into the nursery rhyme, i say Humpty Dumpty Trump is getting ready to take a great fall. Well, ATL Media, New York Philharmonics is practicing right now, tuning up right now for, <laughs> for, for Trump's friends because they're going to sing. They're not uh, going it, to prison it, it, for Trump. <laughs> Trump and his whole family. Matter of fact, uh, Muhammad, it reminded me of a Muhammad Ali quote. Mm. He told this guy, he said, if you ever dream of me, you better wake up and apologize. Mm. Trump needs to wake up. He doesn't live in a world of reality. He needs to wake up and apologize for all America for the harm he did to this country. Have a good day. All right. Thank you. Thank you for your call. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Pierre? We have a soul joiner on the line one. Sojourner, yeah. all righty. Good morning, Sojourner. Good morning. How y'all doing? Fine. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, there's a lot of things going on. We got so many things that we can talk about, but one of the things that I think are very paramount important that we don't overlook is this voting rights bill. Mm-hmm. If we don't, if we don't get on top of this. Black people will cease to exist, and this has happened before. Mm -hmm. Not like it. This has happened before. This what that's what kill reconstruction, and we need to be aware. That's possibly all of the things that are going on, especially here in the state of Texas, was to get away from looking at the voting rights bill. They brought up they brought up this uh, abortion bill. That was to diffuse and take away the focus off the voting. So let us not lose sight of that, because that's paramount mm -hmm. important. Because once you you don't vote or have the ability to vote, you become non-citizen. Yes, but here's the way. It's not going to be changed before the 22 primaries and everything. It's not. What we have to do on this is encourage those who are registered uh, to vote. Those who aren't registered, get registered. 
they're not going to change anything by that that particular election. So we have got to bear down on getting people to go to the polls, and they will not have souls to the polls this time. Uh, they, there are certain things. Uh, they even cut out, uh, you know, uh, mail-ins and everything. We are going to have to supply vans and all type of transportation to get people to the polls. That's the way we have to do it now. Then we can in turn go and push your national representatives. Let's get the federal government to take over uh, the, the voting rights of Americans that way, that way. If the Democrats have a nerves enough to do it, that's one of your main problems. The Democrats do not fight hard for us. They don't. They don't. And uh, get them to change those voting rights, put those things that we once enjoyed, and helping people get to the polls, put those back into action. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, and uh, the one more thing now. To what you were saying about the Congress, see, the Texas representatives went to Washington to get the Congress to do that, to put that voting rights mm -hmm. agenda forward so that when the, because the states were already talking about going back states' rights in terms of the voting rights, but the Congress didn't pick it up. Biden didn't pick it up. Nobody, they just let it drop. And I think, and I, I agree with you, get people out to register and vote, but you, it's, it's, it's other things that we need to do on the ground, making people aware of this, keeping this in front of them, letting them know this is very important. Don't let mm -hmm. it, don't let it die in the media. We mm -hmm. got to push it out ourselves. You talk about black radio. Yes, we have to make this the issue because they're throwing so many things. Well, here's what. There are so many issues now. Uh, I can't address them all in one show. There are so many issues. We've talked about voting rights and everything, but we're going to talk again uh, several times about voting rights when uh, you only have two hours. I can't talk about everything two hour, in two hours once a week. But we will, I do agree with you. It is a very important issue. It really concerns whether you are a citizen or not, which we are not in most cases. You're only a citizen once America is attacked. Then, like I told y'all during the time of 9-11, that day that uh, they attacked, boy, white folks was nice to me. <laughs> uh. It's your country, too. <laughs> yeah, it's mine today. But as soon as you get get things back, get back to normal, it ain't yours no more. You get back. You know, you're black. See, uh, it, 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 see this thing I wish was, was simple as it looked. But we have to deal with a lot of issues, a whole lot of issues. All right. I thank you for All your right. call. Uh huh. Let close the line. 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Pierre? We have Eric on line two. Eric, all righty. Good morning, Eric. Good morning, Reverend Brennan. How you been doing? Fine. How are you doing? 
Wait, I, I tell you, uh, hold up here. We're up against the break. Uh, just uh, hang on there, uh, Barry. We'll be right back. All right. Hmm? Yeah, what's up? All right, we're back. We're back. And we are ready to uh, take your calls, but we want to make sure that we understand what's going on. We are dispersed worldwide. I'm talking about black people. We're dispersed worldwide. We are the children of Israel dispersed. But we are put sort of in a briar patch that it's up to us to get more knowledge, learn more, edu- truly educate ourselves. Truly educate ourselves. We need, see, we, we, we call, what we talk about what school we going to and everything. I don't care if you go to Harvard, Stanford, or any of the rest. You still may not have got the education that God wants you to have. You still may not. And it shows because we have so many people that still will go and get an education, get a degree at least, and then turn right around and reinforce the status quo. No, you shouldn't think like the average American. You shouldn't think like him. You shouldn't. You should be able to think ahead of him. And that's where we need to be thinking. And he knows that. He fears us. That we'll wake up someday and realize really what we're doing. We're thinking like him. and we're not. I know he's taught you to think like him. He wants you to think like him. That way, you can't beat him being him. You got you, you, you. The only way if you become free, you got to be yourself, and know, you got to know who you are. That's the only way you can be yourself by knowing, knowing yourself. All righty, nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do who do we have on the line? Mm. We have a Mike on line one. Mike, good morning, Mike. Mike. Is Mike there? Mike? Can you hear me? Yes. Mike, you're Uh here. Yes, sir. Thank you, thank you. I've been following your show for a long time, and I've been calling you also a few times. And uh, I really thank you very much for uh, being here. Uh, Mm -hmm. I have a question for you. Earlier earlier I heard you speaking about a voter's uh, suppression in Texas. Uh, my My point of view is that... Why is it so wrong to require an ID to identify yourself to to vote? Because that is a way of eliminating a fake voters and also voter fraud. And uh, almost 75% of the black population actually support a voter ID. However, the Democratic Party always tends to fight it. The question is that aren't we, as black people, are we smart enough to go get an ID? Why is it we are always being considered as a weak people? We are not weak people. We are educated. We have our own job. We do everything. 
we are capable of getting an ID. Why is it when it comes to that, always the Democrats betray us as we are not capable of getting an ID? That's the number one question I have for you. The second thing is that when it comes to education, the one thing that created the largest middle class in America is the GI Bill. Yes, black people were not fortunate enough to be part of it, but the GI Bill gave an opportunity for a lot of white people to go to college and get an education. Well, that, no, that's not true. Blacks, blacks got the GI Bill. Blacks, yeah, there, are, there are many blacks who have gone to school uh, yes. on the GI Bill. Hmm? Yeah, yes, but I'm talking about comparatively. Comparatively, they didn't get the same proportion. I'm talking about proportionally. But the question I have for you is that if you want to change the future of the black population, you want to educate them. And if you look at, I went to North Dallas High School. Yes, I was fortunate enough to have a good family today to send me to college. But my out of 250,000 people who graduated with me, less than 40 of us went to college. Now, why what, is the Democratic Party? What, what are what what are you saying? You saying blacks are not getting a good education? Yes, sir. What I'm saying. Did you get one? Majority. Of, yeah, I was lucky enough to get one. Yes. Where where were you educated? North Dallas High School, then I went to pick up A&M. Where? Say that again. Yes. Where were you educated? North Dallas High School. You so say you got a good education at North Dallas High. I did not say that. I did not say that. I said I was fortunate enough to have a good family to coach me to study on my own. But the, the, the education I got in North Dallas High School was not sufficient enough to survive me in, high, in college. It was not good enough to get me there. but Did you get a good education in college? Yes, sir, I did. Yes, sir. What college did you go to? Texas A&M. Okay, and you saying Texas A&M gave you a good education? Yes, sir, I do. Did they teach you who you were? Uh, no, they did not. Well, That's you didn't get a good education. You got an education, but you didn't get a good one. That's our problem. We, until we really learn ourselves, that's when you become educated. No man that don't know himself is educated. Now, a lot of people out there always sit there and say, oh, I know my, no, you don't either. Because we wouldn't even act the way we're acting. We wouldn't make the decisions we're making if we had knowledge of ourselves and they have worked hard to make sure we don't know ourselves. You see, I definitely agree with you. I agree with you for that. But my main question, my main focus is that why is it you don't keep, uh, we don't give provide the, the, the opportunity for the children to educate them to, to get better education by providing a school voucher. Let them give them a school choice. Therefore, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. A school voucher for what? Okay. The, I learned this from Chile. In Chile, in 1984, they, they, were, they had one of the worst education in the world. However, when they start giving school voucher and let the children go to any school they want to, the schools start competing to teach them everything. Now they have one of the... What, what position does Chile hold in the world right now? Chile is number 23rd. We are number 18. Do you think Chile 
is the average person living in Chile is better off than the average black in the United States? Uh, not exactly. Or no, it's either they are or they're not. Chile has, okay. Chile has 14% poverty. You know that, don't you? I know this. <laughs> this is why I asked okay. you that for the simple fact. You're saying they got a good education, but they still are limited yes. on what they can do on this earth. That's he not education. He, although it's not a bigger country like the United States, but Chile has wealth around it and in it, and they still have not risen to the uh, position it should be on this earth. So 14% poverty, what percentage of poverty do you think we have in the U.S.? What do you say? The poverty rate in the United States? Well, yeah. it all depends on how they move that line sometimes. It's 12%. Hmm? It's 12%. 12%. 12% poverty? Now, how much yes. of that is uh, white Americans? <laughs> huh? I, okay. I, uh, you don't have that? <laughs> I know that, but I don't, that's, not, that's who, not my reason. Wait a minute. Do, do you realize there are far more poor white Americans than there are black Americans? You see, my concern is, my main objective is that, uh, my, main, my, my main concern is that the white Americans, yes, they have the opportunity. They, they, because they are poor because of their own fault. When it comes to black Americans and uh, my, any minority, Hispanic Americans, we are poor not because of only our fault. We are poor because of the environment that imposed to us. Well, we agree on that. Okay, therefore, in the only way we can change it is as following Booker T. Washington theory. In order to be equal, in order to be considered to, to get respected, gain economical power. In order to get economical power, you need to have a better education. Right now, our high school, our junior school, kids who graduate from there, they, are, they don't even have the ability to treat. Therefore, the only way to solve that, we need to push for a school voucher, a school choice. No, so I think you're, 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 when you're messing with school vouchers, that's a trap door to hell. I'm just going to tell you, you the truth about the situation. That is to end public education in America and to have it fixed where only a select few will be allowed it into certain schools, and that's the way they want America to be educated, where those who are half-educated now will get no education. That's a trap door to hell. Don't go for that. Them vouchers, don't, do, don't, don't mess with that. These charter schools, don't mess with that. I'm telling you. Don't you think uh, the schools will compete to get their students? No. The charter schools don't do as well as public schools. They're terrible. But kid, people, parents think their kids are getting a good education. Oh, I'm in mine in a private school. No, you're not in a private school. It's a public school because it's getting its funds from the same coffer that the public schools are run by. Only thing they're doing is taking money out of public schools and putting it in that charter. They're doing it. They do those charter schools. This is for multimillionaires and billionaires to take over that multi-billion dollar uh, a gross fund for, for education. They, they, you never hear them talking about how good the education is. All they're saying, telling you, get a voucher. Get a voucher for what? You don't need a voucher to, to learn. But what you do need is people to put their nose to the grind and make sure 
that these teachers teach and that you got qualified people. That's one of the main things. Uh, qualified people to teach your children and you get okay, involved you. and make it make them and help them to learn. You get involved. Let me ask you a question. Simple question. DISD in 1965 versus now the, the, the number of students increased only by 75% but the number of uh, faculty, no, no, the number of uh, bureaucrats increased by 500%. However, the money is being invested. The money is not invested on the teachers. It's invested on the bureaucrats. Why is that? Then how are you doing exactly the same thing and expect a different result? We've been doing exactly the same thing for the past almost 30 years, putting more money into education, more money into education, but the education, the reading ability has not increased. They are only teaching kids to pass exams. What are you going to do to change it? You need to do something different. Am I right? Yes, you're right, but now, what was that you said about 19, what, 65? Yeah, between 1965 and 2021, the number of students only increased by 75%. However, the number number of students increased by 75%. Yeah. What, are you talking about test scores or what? No, the number, yeah, the test scores. What, the number of students? The number of students. Well, the see, that's a, that's see, you're gonna have to look at some type. There, there have been a lot of changes in Hillcrest High School. See, Hillcrest High School, 1965, was an elite public school because nothing, you no know, ones who went there were rich white people. That back in 1965, then it's not the same. Uh, group of people when it comes to the economic level you got you're talking about two different worlds hello uh, I, I gotta run anyway uh, I gotta run anyway thank you thank you for your call the closing line 972-647-1893 I tell you what we are uh, who do we have on there I guess we're gonna try to get one in we have uh, Imani on uh, line three Emmanuel Imani. 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 All right. Good morning, Imani. Good morning, Pastor. How you doing? Fine. How you doing, Imani? Hey, man. I'm getting here listening to that brother. I'm a chicken. You know I was a chicken for 465 years. I've been a chicken. Because <laughs> I was taught how to be a chicken. Mm-hmm. So okay, I appreciate what you did to your young brother on. But I'm sitting here looking at a book called Dr. Dr. John Henry Clark. You ever heard of him? Hmm? John Henry Clark. Yeah, well, let me say something about this whole thing, because you always ask me about a book. Have I heard of this or that? I brought the game to town, man. I just going to tell you, back in 1967, how many years ago that's been? A long time. Well, John Henry Clark, people like that, I, 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 I read them and know them all, and, and have, have dealt with this probably as long as anybody in Dallas and longer than most when it comes to history. So, but but now. That's why I listen to you you Sunday. And I was going to tell you that for you. I always want to let you know, you're on time. I listen to you to Facebook and that brother, I encourage him. I know we don't have enough time. One of these days we're going to cut on this show and it's going to be off the air. But you teach it. So I wanted to face you. You, you, you have John, do you have John Henry Clark's number? Uh, no, I, he did. 
But uh, what you call him? He he, he he was. I know if he was uh, alive, he would have to be about ninety six right now. No, uh, Doctor um, Jim, uh, Doctor uh, John Henry Clark been dead since nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, but I see so, he'd be at least ninety six now. No, he's born in nineteen fifteen. He'd be up a hundred something. He sure. Uh, you know what I'm thinking? Twentieth century. Yeah, he would be. He's, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> John Dr. Henry Clark would be. Yeah. He, he wait a minute. He's wait a minute. Now. But. He and there are others, older men that have wrote books that, that most of them in the 80s and most of them are dead. These most are these are the books I started out with. These are the okay. ones. And yeah, these they, 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 they not only were educated, but they were they had had serious problems in their life that taught them a street lesson. They had street yes, sense yes, and they had classroom sense. They had sense. We're getting a lot of writers now with a lot of classroom sense, but until you get that street education, you're not. They're not quite seasoned yet as they should be. And that's why we need these stations. Yeah. You you did it Sunday. We just don't have enough time to. We have a I have a book a library. You know. Yeah. I want to listen to Reverend Bud Ash on Sunday, young brother. Especially you ones that have been brought over here from Africa and these different places at the A and M. You you are educated, but but you you right, Pastor. I, all I can say, I know I don't have enough time on this graduate, mm-hmm. but I got one more thing. You know what I wish you help do, uh, Imani? Get some young people get bring up some young people behind me I talk about John Henry Clark I talk about all the other ones heck I'm not no baby myself <laughs> believe me I'm not <laughs> you know there's a difference thank you uh, see, see uh, she bring me my vitamins with her you were with her coffee. She brings me nothing but the best coffee. You just nail on the head this Sunday, and yeah. I want to let you know that I appreciate you, and I want to let them know, please, church, don't let our church open up the doors. There's too many homeless people. John 3, John, uh, I'm reading, I read John 2.13. Jesus yeah. not only went into the temple to kick over stuff because they were using it wrong, mm-hmm. but do you know how many on 20 and um, Hampton, all those big old edifices they call them, we could house a lot of people up in there if they would just open up the, the church doors and, and, and like they did the liquor store 24-7. We could save some of our people off the yeah. street. But I, 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 I'm up against a break. I've gone past my time. Thank you. Thank you for your call. And we, 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 we on Facebook, Marion Barnett Sr., tomorrow morning, 930. Asking everybody listening to the Joy Church tomorrow morning. Uh, we're up against a break. We'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? It's- I'm All right, we're back, and this is our last segment already. Who, who do we have on the line? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, James. James on the line four. All right. Good morning, James. Hello? Is James gone? No, he's still on the air. James, good morning. I hear somebody breathing. I hear something, but 
James, you're in the air. Good morning. All right. Maybe we, we can take another color. Yeah, we were on break tonight, I guess. All right. Okay, take another. So we have uh, Dave. Dave on uh, line two. Good morning, Dave. How you doing, brother? brother? Ben, how are you? In 1965, we was Negroes that was colored people going to a segregated school. Then when you become a black African-American, you became Americanized. And I never ceases to amaze me that white folks gave us their history and took our history. Me and you, the children of Barashing, of Dr. Clark, a whole lot of stuff different to them. And they, we don't have that no more when you become a black African-American. You become Americanized, meaning that you believe what the American, what the white public school system teaches. He was taught different. Yeah. But now, uh, Dave, let me ask you, where did they get that trick from? Taking the things their shortcoming and putting them on us. You know what? Right. They got it from they got it from the Bible. They right. told us and talked for us for centuries that we were cursed to be black. That God cursed God cursed uh 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 One of the sons of Noah, and and we are descendants of them, and and guess what? That that is not true. Anytime you got in the Bible, your skin turned white. Well, hello. All I do is just tell people read Second uh, Kings five twenty seven. Just read that, and we'll you begin to understand what's going on in this world. Why uh, so much? have been placed on us and saying we are cursed when no curse was ever put on us. We are, Ham was never was cursed. Ham was never cursed. His youngest son, Canaan, was. They gave us their history and took our history. Yeah. That's a fact, right? Well, they did this. They've done this. Okay, thank you. I'm trying to get as many in because I'm we're running out of time fast. Right. Thank you. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. All right, who do we have? We have uh, Miss V on uh, line two. Who? Miss v. v. Mrs. V. All righty. Good morning. Good morning, Reverend Barnett. Very good show. Thank I, you. And everything you said about Haiti is correct. Mm-hmm. You gave the correct history. Yes. And mm-hmm. don't forget Thomas Jefferson, because he wanted to exploit them as slaves, and they were not having it. He and, and, he and Napoleon worked together. To yes, see, yes, yes. See, yes, uh, yes. They had, see uh, Haiti had been a French uh, camp that where what they was a slave camp for the French. Mm-hmm. And right. this is an overture, overthrew uh, yes. the head of the French Revolution and everything who was revolving, meaning to take over not only uh, Haiti, but America. America. And we overthrew, uh, overthrew the, the, the French leader, whom everybody liked to brag about and all this. Napoleon, great. Napoleon. Yeah, I know. I was just talking about... Uh, 
Uh, well, I got two short men in here with me. I want to talk about these short. <laughs> yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah, the inferiority complex caused his life. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. And, and, and you are so correct. And I want to make sure that we recognize that, Rev, that um, Reverend Haynes, he took a contingency to the border. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, he and Al Sharpton, they all went down. Right. Yeah, yeah. But now they prayed. What? Damn, well, did, did, he, did, did, y'all, did you hear about the naysayers? Was against them praying for those people? Uh, yeah, uh, and, and, and the, yeah, the white supremacists were there, too, trying to stop them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. See, see, it's so much that the media doesn't tell us okay, uh, the I'm truth about what's good, going on. I'm going to give you a good source. Roland Martin Unfiltered did, did a whole week about about Haiti. Wonderful. Go to YouTube and go to Roland Martin Unfiltered. Very good coverage. Mm-hmm. Very good coverage. And we need to learn the history. They are prom people, and we need to welcome them in. Brazil, Brazil threw them out because they did all the work for the World Cup. Now they're through with them. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's who that 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 that, that they, they were on that soccer team. Right, right, and. and uh, they and they accidentally showed some of the Haitian men that they didn't want to show you. These were great, big, tall, strong guys. You could look mm-hmm. at them. They got a glimpse, and then they took the camera off of them. They don't yeah. want you to see nope, certain nope. things, what those people are really like. These are resilient people that are has free, liberated minds. Liberated people, and yeah. and Abbott does not. He does not want these black people in here. No, he does not. That he is the stupidest man. I want everybody to vote because they're trying to 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 go back over our own votes here in North Texas. Yeah, and in and um, Harris County, mm. you, you know what that's all about. So please, well, people, let's no. vote. Don't sound like you care much for Hot Wheel or Abbott. Don't care nothing about him. <laughs> None whatsoever. <laughs> None whatsoever. So let's, let's stay conscious, people. Let's, let's do it because it's, 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 it's going to be awful coming up. Yeah, we, uh, we got to get rid of it. Oh, got to get rid of it. Yeah, all right. Thank you. Good program. Talk to you later. Thank you. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. All righty, who do we have? We have uh, Eddie on line one. Who? Eddie. Eddie. All righty. Good morning, Eddie. Good day, great reverend. Great to hear you. Good, good hearing you, Eddie. Mm-hmm. I want to say, please, uh, Dr. Michelle Morgan, The Legacy of Hope, mm-hmm. at 2516 Martin Luther King. I would Wait. actually want to Google Legacy of Hope, send money, let's get a big neon sign mm-hmm. for voting and for health in the south side of this city. Yeah. It's there. It's mm-hmm. begun, and that lady is working diligently every day. Let's well, we, 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 they talk about food deserts, no grocery stores. Uh, we, have a, we have deserts, something terrible in Dallas in the black community. Uh, Dr. Edwards, he'll be opening his clinic over there on Ann Arbor and Marcellus area. Pretty soon, he's going to be opening. He and his daughter and other physicians going to be open. See, we anytime you have areas as big as we have that that's depleted of health care, food, and everything, you you're going to have nothing but problems. Nothing. I 
I don't know what was going on, but I heard sirens all last night. I don't, I'm wondering what's going on because I tell you what, there are a lot of people, there's a lot of shooting going on. That the media is not telling you much about it, but that gun laws that they passed and took effect September 1st, that thing is beginning to take hold, and it's going to take hold something terrible if we don't do something about the poverty that we have here in this area. So a lot of y'all are living good, but there are some people that's not living so good, and it's going to be a lot of people get hurt. You just don't know who it'll be. So, uh we have, we got to help uh, uh, Dr. Edwards. We got to help uh, over on Forest Avenue raise money for them and everything because we need good health care in the southern sector of the city. All righty. Yes. Thank please, you. Please once again, that's Legacy of Hope. Get in touch with Dr. Michelle Morgan. Uh-huh. Give her a call and send money. All righty. Thank you. Thank you for always reminding us that, Eddie. Okay. Thank you, Doctor. Uh-huh. righty. I got to get out of here. Got to run. Those who are waiting on the phones, I'm sorry we can't get to you. It's always like that, but it's just, it's, that's just the way it is. Can't get to them. We got a guy that got to run. Coming next is Worker's Beat. Want to give them time to get on there and get everything. May the Lord bless you all and keep you. Hope to see you tomorrow morning, 930. Y'all, Marion Barnett Sr. Heavenly Joy Church tomorrow morning. Get us on Facebook, 9.30 tomorrow morning. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful week and weekend. Bye-bye. Don't you ever go astray Trust in God's word and believe it Cause it'll never pass away We'll see him in his glory Riding on the clouds of joy Beating us with open arms And peace forevermore I know that everything is gonna be alright He's coming back Like he said he would And he'll change the wrong to right So if you're always searching Trying to find the bottom line Just give your love and life to God He'll give you peace of mind I know that everything is gonna be alright He's coming back Like you said he would I said yeah It's gonna be alright He's coming back for the true and good